and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? All right, it is a uh, lovely Sunday, uh, nearing the end of summer, school's back. Uh, my co-host M is here. M, how are you doing today? Um, I'm good. You're good? You, you seem to like hesitate there. Is everything okay? Yeah, no, I just didn't know what you asked. <laughs> uh, you weren't paying attention? Yeah, no. <laughs> You're sitting right there. Yeah, okay. And you got nothing else to do <laughs> except this show that millions of people listen to. You could at least just pay attention to what I'm saying. I mean, is that too much? Is that really too much to ask? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Well... <laughs> Well, school's back for you. How are you enjoying school so far? Um, good. It's good. All right. You learning anything? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. You don't want to tell us what like you're learning well, about? Wait. Well, we're learning multiplication more. Oh, okay. Let's. Okay. So what's uh, one times one? What? What's one. one? Uh, good. Okay. So what's one times one thousand and eight? Okay, how are we supposed to know that? I'm a second. I'm a third grader. You, you don't even know what grade you're in, are you? No, All I'm right. a third grader. All right. Well, one times anything is is it so yeah okay cool. so one times a thousand and eight is a thousand and eight yeah. there bam i've saved you like a half a year of school you don't have to go back all right <laughs> let's go ahead and see what's happening in the comics our first comic of the day is frank and Ernest by uh faves that's his name faves he's a he's, faves. he's he's such a star in the comic world he has one name kind of like prince or share but it's faves uh, in this episode, uh, Noah is putting the animals on the ark, and uh, oh, here's some social commentary. Uh, and he's talking to the dinosaurs, and he says, "Sorry, there's nothing I can do. If I let you on, there's no way we can keep everybody six feet apart." <gasps> the joke, the joke here is that um, with the coronavirus situation, we're supposed to keep social distance of six feet apart, and if you put giant dinosaurs on an ark. That would be impossible to do. Yeah, but also if you put, like, um, like a million animals on a boat. Well, sure, and that's a logistics. And if you look, okay, there's a lot of things to talk about here. If you look on the ark itself, the animals are there already. Some of them, like giraffes and lions and whatnot. None of them are wearing masks. Not one of them. They're clearly within six feet of each other. And uh, coronavirus ha- happened in 2019-2020, not you know, in Noah's day. So there's a lot of issues going on. And then forget the logistics of putting and, dinosaurs on and, the ark. And, but, and uh, also, I have two things to say about this. Do you? Um, well, one of them is, um, well, the dinosaurs would sink the boat. <laughs> they might. Dinosaurs are very heavy. And um, also, like, uh, they are bigger than the boat. Yeah, then the ark itself. You look at it. Yeah, the dinosaurs are bigger than, than the ark. Uh, can you imagine how smelly that ark was? You know, with all those animals, it's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, poo. So there you go. I think they might have had a poop deck. <laughs> they might have the poop deck on Noah's ark. Very very good. Our next comic of the day is BC by Master Yanni and Hart. In this episode, uh, the cavemen the cavemen are talking like the the blonde caveman and the redheaded caveman are talking, and uh, one of them says to the other, "Hey, have you seen Thor?" And uh, the other one goes, "I don't know where he is." And uh, so we see Thor; he's camping, and he's he needs more firewood, so he drags a log, and he literally drags it. How do we know he's dragging it? 
because literally he's holding it and it says drag. It's drag is written on the comic so that we know for a fact he is dragging it. Yeah, I think we would have known. Yeah, we probably would have been able to tell what he was doing. And then then part of it snaps off when he's right by the fire. And he lands on the the fire and he makes the noise of... Flump. <laughs> Flump. Now, this is tricky because normally when you use Zs in a comic strip, that means somebody's sleeping. In but this, apparently this means that... <laughs> it's the sound you make when you sit on a fire. It's, yes. it's flump. <laughs> so he's, and, he, and, and it hurts, we can tell, because he's, his mouth is open and his teeth, his teeth are the size of his head, his entire head. Oh, I thought that was his mustache. Nope, that's his, that's his teeth showing because he sat he, on a fire. That's creepy. And it is creepy. <laughs> and then, of course, he's running around going, ow, ow. Ow, 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 ow. Right. Ow. And his and his and his and his, and his behind butt. is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh then then we cut back to the other cavemen and they see smoke signals or they see the puffs of smoke coming off of uh off of Thor's behind and one of them goes, Hey, is Thor calling us? And the other one goes, Nah, it's probably just a butt dial. <laughs> Oh boy, how do you know about phones? Well, that, exactly. This is BC implying that it's in caveman days, but they're talking about cell phones. They're using yeah. cell phone modern day lingo to talk about smoke signals that were set by by Thor sitting on the fire and setting his butt on fire. <laughs> so they're using a modern day term, butt dialing, to refer to someone's butt being on fire. But where they even hear about dialing because the phone hasn't been invented much much no neither has like the rotor uh, the, there's there's no dial mechanism and neither has even the wheel no they we've seen now in fairness we often see them with a wheel and also uh-huh. in the picture of how they do it there's the wheel but who cares? Well, yeah, yeah, they, they but have who a cares? wheel they, they have it they didn't care about it they just threw it in the ocean well that that's <laughs> We're referring to an, an older segment. That's right, where, where they threw a wheel in the ocean. But, yeah, so the joke here is that, uh, huh, cavemen wouldn't know about that. It's the BC. Our next comic of the day is Herman by Jim Unger. And this episode, good old Herman is driving, right? And his, uh, his old school GPS, which is like, uh, you know, like a, a plug-in GPS, is saying calculating. No, pe- recalculating. Turn left on Hudson Street, recalculating. <laughs> Turn right at intersection, recalculating. And then finally there's a blank, and uh, he looks at the GPS, and what does it say? Pull over and ask for directions. And the joke here is that uh, the GPS is lost and wants him to ask for directions, so what's the point of having a GPS at all? That's the joke. The point is it that I got to work on my robot voice. That was good. And it's very good. Your robot voice is very good. I, I hope that you get a like an animation gig out of <laughs> out of that where somebody wants you to do the do the robot voice because it was very good. <sighs> All right, our next comic of the day is Rip <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not, which always has several little things in it. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'll do a couple. One of them is... Mm, is you will do all of them. I will not do all of them. <laughs> is that there's a museum in Key West, Florida, where visitors can see a doll named Robert that is haunted. And some visitors believe they've been cursed by seeing it, and they sometimes, sometimes they write it letters asking for forgiveness. Okay. And it's a creepy-looking doll of a Wearing kitten. Wearing 
like holding a piece of bread that's no, like that's not a piece of bread that's a teddy that, bear that has a bear head yeah it, look, it does look like a baguette with a bear head but, <laughs> but it's, it's not it's a i think that's just supposed to be a teddy bear okay. uh, or is that his feet maybe the, oh no those no, are no, those that's are, a baguette no those are those are those are robert's shoe bottoms that's what those are and he's holding a creepy teddy bear no a baguette and, and, okay fine let's just say it's a baguette with a bear head crafted on <laughs> welded onto it um so there you go so don't go see robert the doll in key west florida uh the next one i want to talk about is poet t.s Eliot, and there's a picture of him poet t.s Eliot sometimes wore green makeup oh wow doesn't say why it's just the thing he did and then finally there's a it just says <laughs> europeans feared tomatoes and potatoes when they were first introduced and it's a picture what is the, explain this picture. It's like a tomato and potato having angry faces. Yeah. I say tomato, you say potato, and we all yell. Ah! <laughs> it's a better version of the song, I'll be honest. You say potato, and I say tomato. You say potato, and I say tomato. Potato, tomato, potato, tomato. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing. Off and it's yeah, they're scared of the Wait, angry tomatoes. The last one nope. is actually really weird. Ah, fine, go ahead. <laughs> Until the 19th century, pig bladders were used it to store paint. That's right, you could store paint in a pig bladder, <laughs> but don't start doing that nonsense after 1801 because that's the, it ended then. So there, it ended in the 19th century, right? Which is 1800s. Yes. The 19th century is the 1800s, which makes no sense, but that's the way it works uh, because the first century started at year zero. So that's yeah. the first century. Yeah, I don't really so, care anymore. So wait, no, I'm going to no, explain no, this in detail. No, I do not care. Fine, yeah, fine. I already taught you multiple occasions. All right, our next comic of the day is the Argyle Sweater, which I want to remind everyone, what is it not? The Far Side? It is not the Far Side. <laughs> that's right. In this, or is it not the... the um... The Family Circus. Uh, nothing. Is a, <laughs> maybe we'll get through today without seeing The Family Circus. Let's see. Yeah, yeah no. Okay. Uh, okay, so in this episode, there's a, a great big uh, conference table with, with, like, people. There's, like, a guy in a suit, a woman in business attire, and a, and a man in a suit but with a sombrero <laughs> sitting at this giant conference table. And uh, and they're so, they're really far apart. And he goes, huh, maybe we should revise our social distancing policy. And somebody at the end of the table that's off frame goes, That we cannot see him, goes, but he's probably wearing like a bike helmet or something. Yeah, or a fez. We don't know. And he goes, what? And, okay, that's probably funny enough. But then in the in the little explanation box in the bottom, it says, while, while flattening the curve, the government of Lilliput decided that six feet was overkill. Okay, the joke here is that Lilliput is a fictional country... Can that, this get that, any more funny? Well, I'm going to explain why it's funny. Just hold on. You're going to learn about literature now. Oh, I, you're no. Getting, this is like better than... This is homeschooling at its finest. Lilliput was, a, was in Gulliver's Travels. It was a fictional country. And in Lilliput, the people who lived there were very tiny. They were like an inch tall. So for them, six feet would be like us being social distancing by whatever... Uh, eight and a half miles. I don't know. I'm not sure how to do math. On this sort of thing, I don't know. There's, <laughs> so if there's, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? They're very no, small. No, we don't. Six feet is a lot, lot bigger to them than it would be to us. So they're crazily super. Um, wait, wait, wait. So, Does this distanced. prove my theory? Which which theory is that? <laughs> I have a lot of theories, but it's um the one where every world is in a smaller world <laughs> of the smaller world of the smaller world. Wait, can you explain that theory to our? Wait, what? What now? <laughs> so wait. So like. 
the miniatures people do. Right. Like, like, like the little people, people make the, little miniature models of yeah, houses like, and stuff. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, we're a tinier villa. We're a tinier world, but there's a world that's bigger than our world and smaller and. Wait, so you think like giants <laughs> built us like we're miniatures? No, no, no. Or like, we just live in the miniatures that the giants made? Yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, sure. but then when we make miniatures, like little people are going to move into those. Yes. And then they're going to make miniatures and little yes. people are going to move yep. into those. Yep. <laughs> well, why, how do we, okay, here's a question for you on this They're theory. microscopic. They're my oh, to so they're, they're super but, tiny. But to them, they're normal sized. But to us, but they're no, that doesn't make sense. Because yes, if, you, if yes, I made a look, if I made a model of a little house, which I don't know why I would do that, but if I made a model of a little house <laughs> and people moved in it and it was the, to scale, I would see the little people. That no, were in there. no, you wouldn't. Yes, because because look, okay. if if. Like, like we're not microscopic in our house. We, yes, if somebody, no, we're not. No, but I mean, maybe we are. No, but yes. because I can reach like the top of the doorway, which if I were a mod, if this were a model, you would clearly know, see a dude <laughs> who was wandering around the house doing that. No, but I mean, like, no, but you wouldn't know. I, no, I understand that, that you're I microscopic. No, I understand I wouldn't know. But if somebody were looking at it, they would see me nonetheless. No, but they are microscopic to us, but they're normal size. That doesn't to make them. any that, yeah, that yeah, not, yeah, No, yeah, your theory. I'm sorry. You're going to have to work on your theory and get better before you get to college and start telling this nonsense to people at two in the morning. All right. Our next comic of the day is Brian. Because they wouldn't be so small. You could. Brian Crane's pickles in this episode. Uh, Mr. Pickles is sitting in his chair and his grandson, Nelson, is uh, saying, hey, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's a pocket watch. I got it when my grandpa died. Uh, and then Nelson says, oh, well, I, do I get your stuff when you die? And uh, the grandfather goes, well, that's that's not polite. It, it makes it sound like you're just waiting for me to die so you can get my stuff. And then Nelson gets all sad and he goes, I, I'm not waiting for you to die, Grandpa. I, I don't even want your stuff. And then Grandpa goes, why? What's wrong with my stuff? <laughs> the joke here is that... Uh, Mr. Pickles was indignant that Nelson wanted his stuff, but now when Nelson says he doesn't want his stuff, he's indignant that Nelson thinks there's something wrong with his stuff. So there you go. Isn't that funny? Yeah, no. Okay. You know, when when when, when I go, you're going to get all my stuff. So are you excited about that? You're going to get all my like uh, political yeah, buttons. No. And you're going to get all my books and uh, my hats. Oh, you want yeah. my hats? Oh, your family circus. I did, the, the, my family circus book collection, which was sent to me out of spite. Yes, that that's there. You can have that uh, and treasure it for forever. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Stan Chen. All right. Our next comic of the day is Broomhilda by Russell Myers, which, I look, I don't even know. And isn't Russell Myers a director of? of How can you read mind. that title? I know the, it says. <laughs> I know it's Broomhilda, but you're right. The lettering is insane. It looks like something. <laughs> like, it, it looks like something out of a Russ Myers uh, film. As a matter of fact, uh, this is Broomhilda. Okay, now Broomhilda's talking to. I guess it's Irwin, the fuzzy thing, uh, and she walks up into a giant crocodile's mouth, and then she tickles it. Uh, tickles its tooth. You know she's doing that because it's tickle, it's, tickle, it's tickle, tickle, tickle. Uh, and then she walks out of the crocodile's tooth, and Irwin, the fuzz thing, says, "Hey, that's the bravest thing I ever saw. It could have eaten you." And then uh, the crocodile says, 
Not really. I bit her a dozen years ago and still haven't gotten that taste out of my mouth. The joke here is that Broomhilda is... tastes bad. She's bitter. As am I for having to read Broomhilda. No, she's only bitter because of her attitude. She does. She, hey, she's green, just like T.S. Eliot was. So, <laughs> so they they go they get the same makeup. No, I think she's a witch, and apparently all witches get to be that. All unless, witches, unless it's from like a like a live movie where they don't even bother. <laughs> well, yeah, witches witches are, are are known to be green, and I think that goes back to the Wizard of Oz. Um, is where I first remember the Green Witch. Yeah, I think that's witch. the first really really. Movie but, that was actually interesting. No, it was the first color movie that they could actually get. So of course they knew that there was going to be a green witch. Well, I don't think it, was, it wasn't the first color movie, but it, yeah, who cares? It was, but uh, but it also had a witch though that it wasn't green. Like Glinda, Glinda the Good Witch wasn't green. That's because green. Glinda's a good witch. Oh, only bad witches are green. Yeah. yeah. So Broomhilda's a bad witch. Yeah. What is Erwin? <laughs> Erwin's a little monster he's thing. Like, he's like a fuzzy schmoo. <laughs> All right, our, our next comic of the day is uh, Mama by Mel. Why am I hitting Wait, comics? Why that are, is uh, why is are they talking to George Washington? They are. They are talking. It's like okay, this makes no sense. It's like they're in George Washington's dorm room or something. I'm not clear. Mama and Francis. Are talking to George Washington. <laughs> he, and, and we know that because it looks like George Washington. Yes. And wait, why is there the, uh, you know, the uh, the state building? But well, that's, that's the Francis, capital. It the, says, Francis, would you ever like to follow in President Washington's footsteps? And uh, whatever, Francis, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, the hair is cool and I like the boots, but the rest of it looks like a lot of work. George and, Washington says... And he doesn't know the half of it. He's thinking. George Washington's thinking. He doesn't know the half of it. We know that because it's in a balloon with balloon. little. It's, it's yeah. It's not. It's, I mean, it's not a speech balloon. It's got the little balloons going up to the balloon. balloon. So yeah. So why? Maybe because I haven't read Mama all week. Because why would why would I unless I had to? There, there's an explanation as to why they are in George Washington's dorm room, and it, it looks like it because it's got little pennants like Did Treaty of Paris. Did they go back in time or something? I don't know, but it, but the capital is right. The capital is yeah, which was it's the modern capital with a with an, an American flag, flag, but I don't know how many stars it has because the detail is not good enough. But there's a bunch of yeah, birds flying just around. A blue thing. It's just red, white, and blue. The blue field doesn't. We don't have any stars on it, and there's like. Vague birds that are really just look like M's flying around. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and the joke here is that uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you I didn't, somehow went in time. Well, no, I don't. The joke is that George Washington, what George Washington did was was difficult. Founding whoa, whoa, a nation is difficult. Whoa, 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 wait, no, the, no, no, we point. all know that. Um, but um, <laughs> no, so, I think Mama set in the time George Washington <laughs> was. Wait, but how is that? Doesn't make sense. No. Wait, but war would have been happening. Right, right. So this this doesn't make sense. Wait, but the the United States hasn't even been created. Well, apparently, no. I mean, because clearly he's already been president. Because I mean, he's got that Valley Forge pennant, so he already and the the Treaty of Paris. So I mean, all this stuff has already happened. But I mean, like, and and the United States has a flag flying over the Capitol. Yeah. Which the Capitol wasn't but, even built until uh, I not know. I don't know what year Yorktown too. There's a Yorktown. Uh, yeah, there's a Yorktown Bennett. So 
I, I don't get this. I don't get it either. Okay, let's and, just skip so we're not going to talk about this for two hours and just... But but, but I do, what I do want to talk about is Mama's hat. Yes, which, yeah, yes. Which, it's just a little rectangle. It's a black rectangle <laughs> with a bow on top. It's like uh, it, Mama apparently has a completely flat head on top upon uh, which she... Re- I want to uh, see her head. Uh, I, I do not. It would scare me. All right, all right. She's, she's Voldemort. So don't don't say that name. It, it is she who must not be named. Mama Mort. Okay. Our next comic of the day is Ray Billingsley's Curtis. In this, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, what? wait. In this episode, <laughs> Curtis's brother, whose whose name I don't know actually, comes in and talks to Dad, who who's just sitting at the kitchen table, and goes, "Hey, Dad, you got to see this." Okay, Curtis, come here. And the brother goes, "Watch this." So Curtis. I'm going to just, let me just try to explain what happens here. Wait, no, because no, this it is, says, no, watch no, wait, closely, Dad. Yeah, yeah, hold Crunch, on. Well, jump, hold on, jump, stop. Wait, gonna, wait, what's happening? Let me explain it. We've got to explain it visually. You can you can do the, the effects. What's we got, happening? That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> okay, he says, watch closely. So Curtis takes a crunch out of the apple, then he throws it in the air, rolls it like backwards across his shoulder. This is like eight panels. Like he rolls the apple across his shoulder, the back of his shoulder behind his head, a couple times, and then he produces a a bone in his hand, uh, yeah, wait, a chicken no, bone. I, wait, which okay, okay, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. He, that's an apple. No, no, hold on, Curtis. I left out that the dad was eating. This is because I didn't think it was important, but it is. Dad's eating a chicken leg when they come in. So Curtis has an apple, takes a bite, does all this stuff, and then he produces a bone. Which is the chicken bone, and then Dad looks down, and there's a half-eaten apple on his plate, <laughs> and then Curtis burp. I'm sorry, he doesn't burp. He he. What does he do? Burf. Burf. He he's burps. gonna he's gonna throw up or something. I think it's half burp, half barf, and and then it says scoozy. Scoozy. Uh, and then uh, the dad goes, "How did he do that?" And the brother goes, "I told you to watch closely." Ooh. And the the joke here is that Curtis did a magic trick with an apple where he used the apple to distract to, his dad so he could steal a chicken. <laughs> so he could steal his chicken leg. And but it's not clear how that works because we have never known Curtis before to have actual magical powers. So I don't know how he does this. Uh, but that's the joke is that Curtis Curtis would prefer a chicken leg to an apple, so he stole his dad. Wait, how does he eat that in one bite? He that, had to eat that in like one bite. Yeah, because dad hadn't even <laughs> taken a bite out of it yet. Uh, so he just did one bite, clean. Like, well, wait a minute. He Hold ate on. it all. Hold on, I don't even, because there's no. This? Wait a minute, if, because yeah, if you look at it, it shows him taking a bite out of the apple, well, and then yeah. At, at no point does it show him biting anything else, but he produces the clean. T- there's no point in this where <laughs> Curtis could have eaten the chicken, but he he. This is dumb. This is just I, I don't even. This is okay. Curtis is magical now. We're just gonna have to live with that. <laughs> Send him his invitation to Hogwarts. All right. Our next comic of the day is Mutts by Patrick McDonald. This. All right. And, <laughs> so there's a, so they're on a boat. And um, the dog or the cat. Wait, why does the cat go like this? Wait, what? The cat's going. Whoa! Well, wait, you gotta. Ex- well, hold on. Explain what else is in no, the picture. No, and there's a whale. Yeah, there's a whale and, that's making that noise yeah, too, right? Yeah. Well, no. There's a cat, and it says, "I woo 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 woo," 
and then the whale goes, and then, no, no, no. <laughs> the uh, the 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 whale is going wow and then the cat goes wow afu he's not singing there so you can tell because the the musical notes are over the wow but they're not over the afu so that's how you can tell what the singing is so the whale goes wow and the cat goes wow afu I forgot the lyrics and the joke here is that the cat. Can't forgot, speak whale. Can't speak whale and can't no, do can't whale. No, can't speak whales. Yeah, can't see, speak whales. No, no, no. Oh, I get this joke. Oh, explain it. Welsh. Whale. He doesn't well, speak Welsh. <laughs> he doesn't speak or well. Or. I wish whales did speak Welsh. That would be the best. <laughs> I know. That would be awesome. But they no. That's a joke no. that whales. No, songs. but that's the joke because the whale is speaking it. No, I, no. The whales. It's the whale singing. Whales. whales it's a whale song. It's. I get Welsh. it. And it's not. Yes, yes. And that is not the joke. But it would be funny if it, it would was. Be, it would be funny. It, it'd be a child. Well, it would be funny because it would be a child's Christmas with whales. Who speak Welsh, so it would work. It would, we, it would work out. That's pretty funny, actually. Child's Christmas with with Welsh whales. Um, all right, so that the joke is that whales sing and uh, the cat doesn't know the lyrics. To the, yeah. All right. Our next comic of the day is the Lockhorns, which I don't know why we're doing a bunch of comics that probably stopped actually being produced in 1974, but here we are. Uh, the Lockhorns is a bunch of like little comics that are like one panel things. And I'm not, we're not gonna do them all, but these are all are about the Lockhorns visiting a hotel and, uh, they come into the hotel room and there's a telescope set up and, uh, and, uh, Leroy, Leroy Lockhorn says, well, they did say the room out of you. Uh, and, uh, they're sitting around in the hotel room and mom's, or I don't know if it's mom, but, uh, Loretta. Loretta Lockhorn is uh, got a robe on her, a towel on her head, and she says, "Boy, I sure love not camping." Wait, have you said any of the others? No, I'm not going to say any of them. Why? Because I don't want to. There's uh, no, no. There's one that's there's two, three others. There's three others. Okay, fine. And and then one of them, it's nighttime. They're asleep in bed, and the bellboy is standing in the room, and uh, Loretta says, "For goodness' sake, Leroy, just tip him." Meh. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, I'm going to just do one more and they're, they're checking out and, uh, and Loretta's talking to another woman in line and, uh, she says, Leroy did $10,000 worth of damage to the hotel room. He unplugged the mini bar because the things in the mini bar are just so darn expensive. All right. That's the Lockhorns. Uh, let's see. Maybe their next comic will be better. It is not. It is the family circus. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and it's one of these, these little horrors. All right. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. This one is combining, yes. like, multiple family circus tropes. Oh, yes. Uh, the oh. first panel, if you can call them panels in the family circus, they're more like amorphous blobs of... <laughs> amorphous of, blobs. Of, of, of ink and woe. Amorphous. Uh, and they're just, like, okay, they're driving somewhere, and all we see is the kids saying things. We don't even see the kids. It's just like... Uh, so it says, Just when's lunch, lunch mommy? mommy? My tummy's empty. empty. We're hungry. We're hungry. And, then, and then mom goes, okay, there's, there's a nice a spot nice to pull spot over. There's a nice spot for a picnic. The row will the food be, will ready be ready in, ready in no, time. In no time. Okay, so they pull over. And then, hey, 
Vel has set up a nice, a lovely picnic. And it is. It's a lovely picnic. No, like eggs that aren't even, like, broken. There's boiled or... eggs. There's, there's like, a cake. There's, like, food. there's all kinds of lovely foods. But, but we see dotted lines running away from the picnic blanket, which show us. And, and she goes, hey, lunch is ready. Hmm, I thought everybody was starving. But instead, they're all off. Like, Dad's gone f- fishing. <laughs> Dolly's off picking flowers while the dog is running wildly through the woods. Billy is, is climbing, climbing a tree. tree which, and, is that even safe for a kid? I wish kids climb trees and it's not that tall. Hey, but at least it's not the, the little baby. It's what? At least it's not that guy that's also in the lake thing. Yeah, no, in the little little PJ and little Jeffy Jimmy. and Jeff, not Jimmy, it's Jeffy, <laughs> and the other dog are throwing stuff in a lake. It is um, <laughs> without any supervision whatsoever. So the little the, Jimmy is the, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This is where we lost little Jimmy in the lake. Sorry, no more little Jimmy in the family circus. <laughs> so poor little Jimmy. Yeah, uh, five kids are now four and two dogs, and these dogs are just running around. Nobody's worried about these dogs. They're gonna just uh, and okay. So that that's the joke is that uh, they. Wanted to do other stuff, but they said they were hungry. But as soon as they get there, boom, off they go. And the most <laughs> egregious, honestly, is Dad, who, <laughs> who took like a like a whole fishing. He's got his fishing pole and a tackle box, so he planned to do this. He he got that out of the car and said, "Oh yeah, I sure am hungry." Doop, 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 doop. And he ran <laughs> off into the woods to, to because he needed he needed peace <laughs> for just a few minutes because he's tired of hearing from from little Billy and Dolly and, <laughs> and PJ to be and Jeffy and Jimmy. And now he's gonna feel guilty that Jimmy drowned in the lake so he's gonna feel bad that he wanted to get away from him but he's what's he gonna do now his guilt will overwhelm him and poor jimmy is all he's gonna think about it will haunt him till his dying days and on his deathbed he'll go wait there never was a jimmy it was always just the four oh he'll have an epiphany and then he will go and die peacefully which which we all should be able to do after having to endure the family circus Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. Howling Monkey Radio.